Good morning, everyone. You're listening to Morgonpratet, and I'm Sana talking to you from Stockholm. This week, and uh, the weather has changed again. And no, I'm not going to talk to you about the weather per se. I'm going to talk to you about the effects of the weather, and I'm going to talk to you about inspiration for delicious treats when the seasons change. And the reason I wanted to talk to you about the weather changes is that it's finally started to rain. And this is very important because in Sweden, in different regions, it's definitely a risk of drought. We've had, um, just like in plenty of parts of the world, massive effects because of the the climate changes. And I've got... um, Plenty of friends staying in the big islands in Sweden, Öland and Gotland. And they have had um, precautions when it comes to water consumption for quite a long time. And with the incredible hot summer last year, it did affect the weather. uh, it, It did affect the water levels in a very high extent. And... It, in in certain places we had enough snow and rain over the winter for it to look like it's improving but when there's been almost no rain so far this spring it was quite a worry so i'm really happy that it's raining here in stockholm not that stockholm is the biggest um, has the biggest problem of or risk of drought but that hopefully means that it's raining in the, the other areas of Sweden where I've seen on the weather forecast that it, there it should rain. The only thing is that the rain seems to skip Gotland. I was talking to friends the other day and they said that they they really need rain in Gotland. They've got a house there and they, they want it to rain because they care a lot about the environment on Gotland. So they're very conscious and having a lot of spending a lot of time there they notice the the changes and they know the the risks and uh, the cause and effects that no rain can have and when looking at the weather these past days the rainy clouds have come through and it's been raining a little bit here and there and then it hits Scotland it spreads and twirls around basically around the island but no rain no clouds will actually cover Gotland, which is quite insane because they are in desperate need of rain. I think it's said that it hasn't rained there for six weeks. And that will, of course, have massive effects, especially now in the spring when everything starts to get lush and green and all the flowers and all the sprouts. So nature needs needs the water and it will use the water that is in the ground so that the the water levels will sink and if we on top of that will have a warm summer even if it's not as warm as last year it could be really have serious effects so i've been thinking about what i can do here in stockholm to to work on this but it's difficult like because even if i i think a lot about how not to spend too much water here too um like the, the most simple thing, like turn off the tap when you're brushing your teeth and don't let the, don't take showers too long. Don't, don't wash your dishes under running water and the, these things that 
uh, for a lot of people come natural. Uh, of course, these are things that we can think about. But when you're on uh, on an island or in any place where there's low or very little water, even before they put restrictions saying that you're not allowed to water your lawn or uh, you're not allowed to do this and that, we need to think about it. And I'm a bit frustrated that I can't do more where I am. And of course, it's it makes no sense. So I'm going to go to this island to not spend more water while I'm there. But if you're in one of these places and when I go to visit my friends there, that's when we really need to think about not using too much water. And let's all hope that the rain will arrive in the places where, where it's needed. If you remember when Anasar and I was traveling in Israel and Palestine just a couple of weeks ago, uh, we were laughing about the fact that wherever I go, it starts to rain. So uh, we were joking about the fact that I brought rain to the desert where they needed it. And I don't I don't take all the glory nor all the blame for rain when I travel. But there, it's been quite a lot of times where the rain just appears and stays for a long time and a lot longer than usual in, in many uh, places where I've traveled. But it doesn't seem to work in Sweden. Uh, it would have been very useful with rain on Erland uh, when I was there. Because they also need water. But maybe I should just take a trip to Gotland and see if it, see if it happens. Because they definitely do need rain. And one reason why we need rain. Besides filling up the water reservoir in the ground. So that we've got enough water to, to last the summer. But it also helps all the beautiful things to grow in the forest, in the parks and in gardens. And I don't have a garden on my own. But if I did have, I would so grow rhubarb. Because now rhubarb is all over my social media because they have started to sprout. So if you have a garden in, in, in the southern parts of Sweden especially, I hope you really do enjoy the first sprouts of rhubarb, making rhubarb jam, rhubarb crumble pies and other delicious things. I feel quite sad that I don't have the access, especially when, when you see all these amazing pictures. But there's still ways to, to get inspired. And that's the second thing that I wanted to, to talk to you about with the whole following the seasons, when you cook, when you make pastries or when you make your dinners and lunches because if we follow the the season we will eat so much more sustainably and cheaper if we're thinking about that and a lot more taste in the food when it's freshly grown and not that I've been a gardener but I can imagine that picking the stuff from your own garden will bring even more flavor to to the table I love to buy my groceries when I have the possibilities from from farmers who uh, farm the carrots or the potatoes. And it's a dif more difficult thing, as I said before, with, with being in the center of Stockholm. I don't have a local farm next doors, but you can always find the places that do have these things. And it's still early on in the year, so... We don't have a lot of fresh stuff, but in the forest, there are some treats to be found. You can pick the leaves from 
uh, the birch tree for example and make tea so there's ways to enjoy it even if you don't have a garden but if you do have a garden like i said rhubarb i was asked uh, by a friend who'd never had rhubarb before what can i make with rhubarb and my mind just started to spin and I, as i mentioned before when i named uh, i said the word rhubarb i just started to spin with all these beautiful things that i want to make and i want to eat and i think the most delicious thing i have seen so far this year and that's what i'm gonna finish with and leave you with today was a fried donut like oh, they're always right the, the round uh, filled the donuts with a rhubarb cream and a vanilla custard and it was like sliced open it was just absolutely beautiful and i felt like i would almost like hop on a train and go to halmstad and visit felt uh, felt um with me felt uh, because that picture and i can just imagine i saw all the flavors in that one shot and the tart and the acidity of the rhubarb will work wonders with vanilla custard and a donut in crispy sugar. I'm a big rhubarb fan. But if you want to take it easy, my favorite treat is just a crumble. Like an apple crumble, but 50-50 rhubarb, strawberries and you're all set. So if you've got rhubarbs, enjoy them this weekend. If you don't have rhubarbs like me... Let's just follow other people and hope that someone will give us an awesome treat. Take care, everyone. Enjoy your weekend. Ciao.